sitting down with a brilliant singer, a man who is who actually has a band, but they couldn't they couldn't join us today, and hopefully down the line maybe they can. Um, I've heard his stuff on Instagram. He works real close with the good the good old Liam that was on the show many many uh, months ago. He's he's the lead singer of Morning Side Lane. Please welcome to the show, Mark. I didn't get your last name, sorry, Mark, but welcome it's to the fine. show. Uh, yeah, my last name is Mark uh, Del Judas. So there we go. Uh, I would have butchered I, that. I'd rather go by the band name or uh, Mark. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a nightmare that that name, but it's okay. No, it's a cool name. It's just yeah, I definitely would not have had a good shot at saying it. Nobody ever really does. There was one time where somebody actually said it right, and I was blown away. They were your best friend for life. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Okay, like hello. <laughs> Yeah, totally. I mean, um, same thing with my last name. It's it's one of those things. But so for for folks that are listening to this that are are, are trying to figure out, you know, how, how did I find you? As I tell everybody who, who listens to the show or wants to be on the show, hit us up on Instagram. Find us on Instagram. I, I may find you first, whatever. That is the place for us to find talent to get on the show. So just for those wanting to know, it's, it's just the best place for, for us right now. That yeah. being said, um, you know, we we found you through Liam, Baby Boy Blue, right? So yeah. <laughs> what an incredible individual. Him and his girlfriend, Megan, they're fantastic people, um, yep. uh, like super talented. And from what I've gathered... Liam only works with talented people like yourself, so that's 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 a beautiful thing. And me seeing him, uh, you see me seeing you on his story, kind of made me go, "Wait a minute, I, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to <laughs> try to get this guy on the show." Like the band will 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 get hit up for podcasts, but like we kind of like to like check out the page first and kind of see him. Like, okay, is this? What kind of a podcast is it? Is it more? Um, is it music based or is it kind of everything? Or, and when um when I when I uh, came across your met your your message, I was like, yeah. I, first of all, it's a good name. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I like that pretty much. And then I saw that you were connected with Liam. Then I'm like, all right, I'm in. That's <laughs> no need to look at the page. We're good. There we go. There we go. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. We're all about just creators and 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 what it takes to be one. What goes on in the mind of someone like yourself, someone who's just trying to make a living being a creative uh, mind. So um, to get people on like yourself is just just what we're all about. So um, to get started, I mean, it's something I ask a lot of our our guests on the show, which is, you know, you're a musician now. Mm -hmm. You're you're how how old are you? I'm 30. You're you're 30. So we're. Were you always a musician? Was this something you were doing when you were five years old or this didn't come until later in life? When did that music bug really bite you? Um, I was, well, the first thing was that my father noticed that music would catch my attention. Because when I was a kid, I was all over the place. Like when I was in school, I, I couldn't focus. Because I, I just didn't really, it just wasn't exciting me. It, there was really nothing that was really, so my parents were kind of getting worried. They were like, this kid doesn't like anything. Like he's, I don't see him um, getting excited about anything. You know what I mean? And then, but my father would notice that like, you know, I would, my attention with music would always be there, you know? So then 
And then it just happened over time. I started, then I learned how to play guitar. And that was pretty much it. After that, I was like 14 when I started really where I could kind of hang with, mm-hmm. you know, playing along to something or playing with someone. And then it just, the yeah, the fire just started, um, you know, the fire happened. You know, you got to get that fire first. And that's, and the only time where I ever got complimented, honestly, in school or anywhere else was, it, it was when I was doing something musically. You know, like I remember I, <laughs> I used to carry like around a harmonica, like a weirdo when I was a kid. <laughs> I was that kid, man. I like, I, I just had this harmonica and, you know, in school, like I, you know, I was just this, you know, Mark, you know, uh, what I, like I would get, you know, I was like mildly teased yeah. and, but more, I was, uh, I guess I was more invisible than anything. Wow. And, uh, it wasn't even that, you know, I wasn't even getting like teased that much, you know, like if you're getting bullied, at least, you know, they know you're there. Right. You know? So, um, and then, you know, I guess the teacher saw that I had it on me and she's like, all right, get, get up on the class and play something for us. But the thing was like, at that point is like, I could kind of play that thing. At, mm. when she asked me to do that, cause I was playing along to like some classic rock songs and I was kind of, I was, I was getting it, you know? And then I, I ripped it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was 12, I was like 11, I think. And I ripped that thing. And that was like, and when I came back to my desk, the the kid one of like the you know the whatever the the kids that were popular he was like hey man that was pretty good i'm like huh. yeah. all right i guess let's go for then i just took it from there you know wow yeah that's yeah. that's um that's actually kind of funny like you you had that movie moment of like the yeah. the, the popular kids of now realizing that i exist um did did you then become the music guy, like every time uh, a song wanted to be played at lunch, you, you had to play? No, man, it wasn't. No, no, but it wasn't a quick jump to the top. Oh, uh, it was not a quick jump. Uh, <laughs> high school and then high school happened. And, you know, I, would, I was um, very quiet. I got shyest in the polls. Mm. You no, know, I got shy. And then um, but like they, they all knew that I was like a musician. Like right. they all knew that because I, I had a even in like in the in the school band, like the you know the marching bands so. yeah the not marching band it was more of like you know the spring concert well, okay gotcha gotcha you know i told my music teacher i was like dude l- listen I- i'm playing guitar i'm playing <laughs> guitar for this thing okay I- i'm not doing i'm not playing scuba just like let me let me go you know mm. and, and he, did. he I, you know what like and then it kind of it was cool because it kind of inspired him to like branch out a little he's like all right so we're playing bohemian rhapsody i'm like yeah, right, right. Oh, let's go. I, I, I took the solo, you know? Yeah, of course. And then, yeah, just kind of, and after that, I mean, I didn't have my first show till I was 18, though, like fresh. I'm talking like a week after high school mm. was like my first show with a three piece. It was like an open mic and yeah. <laughs> that That's interesting because um, I know like in my, my background, like I was involved with two bands very close with them. I wasn't in the bands in like playing, but heavily involved, heavily involved in like the ins and outs of all the stuff. And we were in high school doing that stuff at like 14, 15 and hearing that, like you didn't really get to doing the le- like legit gigging or whatever you want to call it till 18. Um, it's kind of, you know, 
it's kind of a testament to like not everybody starts at when you think they start. No. Um, and so so that that's actually kind of kind of really cool. So you said this music teacher, he was willing to adapt. Your dad and your your mom, your parents were kind of like, "What's going on? We need to so we need to yeah. find something." Were there other people in your life that uh, influenced you uh, or or encouraged you to keep playing music or singing or whatever? Because were you even singing at this point too? Like, answer. No, I, I didn't get good at singing till I was like twenty two. Mm. Like where I was like, for like myself anyway, right. hearing myself anyway, because at, at in the beginning it was just nonsense you know but you got to go through that you got to you know and i i I got like it was you know and and i still think about that i I used to get bashed a lot but it was like usually from like adults right like i'm like this was like the time like where you know blogs were really happening and like you would share your you know, I was, you know, 18 and like the other guys in my band were like 15, 16. And mm. we shared our, you know, our song and like they used to rip us, man. I was like, God, like now that I think of it being 30 and I'm like, you know, like, that's not cool, dude. Like, you know, like why would you? It, but I got through it. You know, I'm glad it happened, though, at the same time. But I'm like, damn, man, like you guys were cr- like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, they, some people. Kid, and like, come on. Yeah, some people see. 18 they're like you're a grown-ass musician at that point (laughs) they expect the world from you man i mean look at the young kids like uh i can't i can't even like look at bieber when he was little really young you know look at um they ridiculed 12 year olds if they have to yeah they don't uh, don't fucking care and now they're starting in on olivia rodrigo i'm like she's 18 guys like come on and she's making more money than uh, uh, you could ever imagine. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, I think let that's... her let her live her life. She's fantastic, by the way. Yeah, and I think that the money thing is the reason why they do that song. <laughs> yeah, jealousy, man. <laughs> no. It's all about jealousy. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. No, that's fascinating. That again, that's another thing. That's another thing. I like when people come on the show. I I always want to make sure I could pinpoint the moment when the reason they're on the show which is whatever talent they have, when did that really start? And for some guests, uh, it's like, from the moment I came out the womb, I was I was doing this. And for others, they don't find it until they're in their 40s. I had a guy on who didn't start uh, painting till I think he was in his 40s. Like, he had his own life before that. Now he's in his, I think he's in his 50s or 60s. He's been painting for 15, 20 years or whatever. Wow. That's his new life, you know, and and that's again that just goes to the sh- to show you that life's so you know of course life is too short, but there is this adage that life is goes on for a long time, and you don't have to stay to one thing, and you're gonna find a new love, you're gonna find so many new avenues, yeah. Um, and so look, you're 30, you didn't start really feeling good about singing until you were 22. It wasn't that yeah. long ago, but look what you've done with it. Like, look what you've done with that. I've seen, I've seen what you guys are doing. You're touring. You're, 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 you're making fucking great music with, with great producers. So, like, things are working out for you. It didn't happen when you were 18, and that's okay. That's another thing. For so many people, they think that, oh, I got to do it at eight. I got to do it at 16 or name a date, name an age, you know? It's well, a little, little ridiculous. Was, yeah, the, like, just uh, thing was is, like, I just didn't have – any knowledge of how to 
go about it. Mm, yeah, and I was still, I, I knew I still, I, and I knew I wasn't ready. And I, but it was a good thing because it was a, like I said, it was a week after I graduated high school. And, you know, usually you start out playing covers, right? right. And, but that wasn't the case with me. Uh, first, the first time I ever performed in front of people with, you know, a band, like with a, with a drummer and a guitar player and I played guitar, we, I sung an original song. Mm. It was from that first, th that, that's why it's like we only, usually at our show, we, we do one cover or no covers at all. Right. That's the thing. And I, I feel that that's helped me as a songwriter and, that, and I feel like that's helped me continue my songwriting is that I didn't spend too much time playing other people's songs. That's, as yeah. much as it teaches you, as much as it teaches you, but I remember like once I started getting like knowledgeable how to follow a song, it's like all right, I'm writing my own stuff. That's it. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, too many people think they uh, need to get that get an audience based on other people's work, but I'm glad you you found that out and you realized that early on. So so to tell me about your bandmates. I mean, I don't I don't even know. Uh, I didn't even know the name of the band until two minutes before we started talking. Yeah, so, yeah. so uh, tell tell the audience about your band. Well, okay, so we're a five piece band from New Jersey, and uh, we're called Morningside Lane. And we have a bass, our, our bass player Frankie, Frankie P. He does most of the the social medias. We we all help with the social media, but he's kind of like at the in the in the front seat for that. And then um, he's the bass player. And then we got Brian Morelli, who is more of he's he's the guy that can talk to the press. He's the guy that I mean, like like I said, like we all do. We do everything together, but everyone has their own strength. So Brian's the drummer. Uh, Dennis is our synth keyboard player. And he um, he created our website, MorningSideLane.com. And then we have Phil Beam, who's the lead guitar player. And I'm the and I'm a, the lead singer with and I play guitar too. And we consider ourselves indie pop now. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so you mentioned Brian. What does he play? Brian Morelli is the drummer. Drum. And like he says, he like reaches out to like radio broadcasters and like he's the guy that kind of talks to the people behind like that with bookings too. Yeah. So. Well, that's great. And, um, I'm more of the, the songwriter, singer, and then I also, uh, I, I like, I hit up Leem. You know what I mean? Like, I found Leem. I found mm -hmm. a, a videographer. It's like the the vision is more my, where my strength is. Yeah, that's great. So it all comes together, man. It, it's really nice, actually. You know, the fact that you said that this guy does this and that guy does this other thing, like, yeah. it clearly sounds like you're a team. It clearly sounds like you guys are, it's not all relying on one dude or whatever. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, and I'm glad that, like, you know, they, they're behind my songwriting, and that's the biggest thing for me. I mean, it all comes down to that in my, for, for me personally, anyway. So how, how long have you guys been together? This lineup, we've been together for a while. We've been together for three years, three years since 2019. Uh, we we played a lot in 2019. We really got closer during the pandemic. We got better during the during the shutdown. Um, smarter, better. Every we got better at everything because we as soon as we were able to rehearse again, 
we were rehearsing again, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. and we wrote another out, you know, like we we came together and we, I brought them the songs and we all kind of we put our, we put our heart into the new songs. That was it. Yeah, that's great. Being the fact that you guys only met a year before the pandemic, and the fact that you stayed together, is nice. is very nice because, I don't know. I, I can name 15 other bands that would have been like, no, nah, good. I just met you guys. I'm not wasting this time during this 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 madness. I'll, yeah. I'll talk to you guys another time in life. Um, it's, a, it's a testament to you, your, to what you guys wanted to work uh, work on, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, it was it was very much like, okay, we need to double down now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Let's do what we can do. Let's do let and let's get better at. Because before, before the pandemic, we were very, um, we played a lot of shows and our social media was like good, you know, but we really got, we, we, we started to really understand the science behind it. I guess if there is a science or mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm. the language of it, you know, like what works, what doesn't work, what you shouldn't do, <laughs> what looks good, what doesn't look good, you know, so. Yeah, there there is a science. <laughs> there there yeah, is a, dude, I know. Oh, I know. There's bro. a method to the madness. I uh I do that yeah. for a living outside of this. And it's cool. uh it's uh yeah. Not I may not I may not it may not look like I'm doing that well on my pod, uh podcast page, but <laughs> but but anyway, um yeah, it's beautiful that you guys were able to stick together, work on it, get get closer during the pandemic. And I actually was going to ask about the pandemic later, but I might as well stick on stick on that now. Yeah. Obviously, those two two plus years that it's been has been um, tough for obviously everyone, more so than others uh, for for others. But specifically about uh, obviously going to focus on musicians and creative people. Um, for you personally, how was it as a musician during? especially the beginning how how tough was that it was actually you know what the first half of it it was pretty not it, you know considering you know the circumstances of course you, i wouldn't if i had the choice i wouldn't have just for like the world's sake you yeah, know yeah, but of course during during the pandemic i really was able i i was i found myself in a way I really did as a songwriter. I felt like I really, I started, I was like, you know what? I want to get even better. And I started listening to some different influences and I was like, I want to do that. You know, I heard, and that's what led me to lean that, that that's what led me to, to kind of shift our shift our sound a little bit to more indie pop um, radio. I guess radio, I don't want to say radio friendly, but, Cause I started listening to some like, like the 1975, I like discovered them during that time. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. how the hell, why, why did I miss this? Um, so it, it, it affected me enough to be like, I kind of want, I kind of want to do this now. Like, I mean, it wasn't like this total, you know, reverse, you know, changing our sound. It was just more of like, we're shifting a little bit. I'm going to, I want to follow this influence. And then, you know, and, and I spent that whole summer just writing, writing, writing. It was easy. I'd come home. I, I could sit down. I didn't have to work. I, I wasn't worrying about these other things, you know, like it was just like, what can you do? Th- that was my, that was the whole thing behind 
the pandemic, or like early on when things were really shut down, right. when thing when there was a lot of you you know you weren't going anywhere, you were just <laughs> home. But it also it allowed me to like not think about other things, and I felt so present in myself. And then that fall, I crashed. It was like okay, now it's starting to sink in. Everything is like sinking in. But I'm glad I. I went down that route because it was like, okay, I found something that that's exciting me right now. That's making me, it was almost like a, like a calling in a way. So I followed it and then that's what led me to Leem. And then here we are a year, like a year later, um, working, still working with him. You know, mm-hmm. we're going into the, we're going into the studio next week with him again. Oh, to record yeah. single. It's like, you know, no, that's great. Yeah. The pandemic for, I, I talked to a few people. It, 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 the weirdness about it was some of us took the time and said, we are going to use this because, you know, obviously some people got laid off. Some people were yeah. working from home. So they used that free time to uh, create more and, and, and flesh out ideas that, that have been on the shelf for a long time. And then some of us were just distraught for reasons that either – pertain to family and COVID that dealt with uh, just, I don't know how to grip with this. And, and I still know creative people that haven't touched the pen since they, mm. they, it just destroyed them. Like, and you know, we've all obviously dealt with it in our own way, the best we can. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know mentally if a lot of people are back yet. Um, I'm not. Either. Yeah. I'm, it's, you know, because now it's, I think it's tougher than it's ever been mm-hmm. right now because of everything that's, you know, like as far as like financially anyway, shortages and, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I Like I said, like when you said no politics, it's like I don't engage in it i don't think i don't want to put my energy into that right see what it does to people i see on facebook oh, especially and, the last two like, years my god man it's so high key and and i'm like you know what like this is this is nothing this is going to do nothing but um stunt my creativity yeah this, this is nothing but this is junk on mm-hmm. in every like I'm not talking about politics. Like I am talking about politics, but I'm not talking about sides here. I'm just talking about sure. what it does to people. You know, I seen like the uh, things get really ugly, and I'm like, you know what, man? Like, all right, <laughs> I'm kind of like I'm tapping out. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I, 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 I continue. I, I really do continue to try to really keep it out of my life. So. Because I feel if you just follow your, if you're fortunate enough to follow your purpose, follow follow your, you know, that thing, that it, it's gonna, I, f- I feel like that's more fulfilling than anything, and I feel like you're if you're if you're gonna follow that, you're winning, no matter how broke I am, you know what I mean? It's like, whoever you are, it's like I feel like yeah, you lost, but you you won too. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's 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 uh, 
it, it could get the best of people. Some people get to, you know, they, they just live online and uh, think everything they read is whatever like truth and, and, or they think everything they read is fact or, or yeah. they think everything is fake. Uh, it's just, yeah, yeah. And with a lot of people, you can't win with them, regardless if you tell them the truth or the fakeness, yeah. it just doesn't matter. And, and I, I, I gotta respect you for being able to check out when it's front and center as it's been in the last two years with so many things. So, yeah. and that's why, like one of the rules I have on this show for, like you mentioned it yeah. for, for my, for my uh, guests is. This is about creativity. This is about your passion. This is about your drive. And I don't want to hear anything about politics because that, that shouldn't, you know, relate to your creativity. So because and it divides people. That's what I was just going to say, because once you even murmur that word, <laughs> all right, it's like, okay, right, here we go. The whole thing shifts. And now it's like right. teams. I'm good. Yeah, uh, just, I was never good on teams, but I I have a good team right now. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it's just it's bizarre. I don't, you know, and so that's why. Hey, I say what I say. Take it easy, people. Yeah, uh, yeah. It doesn't need to be on the podcast. So, but anyway, but 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 moving on with that, like, yeah, the fact that you've been able to um, find that footing during this this pot this this pandemic is 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 beautiful to say the least and the fact that you've been able to find people to work closer with is just another like beautiful thing to see that that there are people that are dedicated to your vision the band's vision um to keep moving forward so that's great it is man sometimes i'm like yo what did i do to deserve this you know like what did i do or and you know like of course it, it, it gets difficult you know I'm not saying like we, we don't fight like we don't, but it, it gets difficult with, you know, things with releases and booking things and this. But at the end, man, it's all it's part of the process. And if you can't handle that, then what do you do? Like, what are you doing here? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I, I see so many artists and bands that complain about. And, and, and like they complain and they just continue to be stubborn. Like they wear it like a badge of honor because they don't want to adapt to like what's going on, like how, it, how it's going right now, as far as just like, you know, booking gigs. Like they don't understand that like, all right, like right now there's an overflow of bands trying to get gigs. So it's like, don't take it so personal, man. Like if you don't get an email back or listen, I hate TikTok, but you got to do it. You know, even if, <laughs> no matter how faint the impact of your TikTok is, just do it because it's like you only have things to gain from that. You know what I mean? It's like if you can't handle that and if you can't handle the, the process, if you can't handle the, the grind, then I don't know. Then, you, then you're just doing Then do it for fun. Play it safe if you can't handle it. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, it's kind of interesting that you mentioned TikTok. For a lot of people, that's been the uh, the saving grace for them since yeah. all this has started. Uh, for a lot of creatives, without TikTok, they probably would still be in the same rut as everyone else. For a lot of them, they've been able to find their voice and their, their audience there. Um, yeah, as, as much as I have 
like you said, some people like, you know, there are issues with TikTok uh, and, and for whatever reasons they are. But uh, it has its benefits. Instagram Reels, you know, obviously that exists because of TikTok. <laughs> um, it, it only exists because they were like, fuck, we're losing a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we need, yeah, we need that too. <laughs> yeah, we need that shit too. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's it's a great resource. And it's actually very, very interesting uh, a creative outlet that uh, it, it, it it's a whole different way to make content like you have to keep me engaged very fast because it's a matter of a swipe in a second and if you didn't grab me in that first second or two i'm gone yeah um and and i am i'm not like that when i watch tiktoks or reels i'm i'm a i'm a nicer person i tend to watch most of them like in its entirety because i'm just that person but I know there's I know there's a whole group of people that are just swipe 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 swipe. Oh, that that looks cool. Let me stay a little bit up. Oh, swipe, yeah. swipe swipe swipe. So there's that. No. Um, oh, man, I know. So like I I would I'm sure you guys are doing a good job on that. I I, I think I've seen some of your, your reels. If if anything, that's probably the latest one you guys put out. Yeah. With you guys, uh, oh, the whole band was together. That was really yeah, fascinating. Cool. It was cool, man. It's like you just keep going until something. It's, you're just gonna get better at it if you just like you know have a good attitude. About right. It, you know? Of course, of course. Yeah. No, yeah, that's no. great. Do yeah, Do you man. think you guys are gonna evolve further with that, or you're just gonna? I mean, I yeah. think I think that whole account, your account. I haven't seen the band's account, but your account has evolved greatly since even like a year ago. Yeah, uh, especially. With working with Liam, honestly. Yeah, he, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he knows what he's doing, but he, it's also you kind of, you know, you go with the the vibe, you go with the with the feel of everything you're doing. With like just like the first song we dropped with Liam was temperamental, and you know, it's like the the song and like the vision kind of puts you in that mind frame anyway, so you kind of know where to go with your content, right? And then along with learning learning how to get better with it it just kind of it it goes down to like you just kind of land in one lane mm. and you just go in that lane that's it yeah no yeah yeah that's true when you're i think what you're trying to say is like when you're with other creative minds you kind of you kind of, like a, another part of you just like turns on like yeah you you yeah you're feeding off of his energy or yeah, other, whoever exactly. it is and yeah no i totally get that i totally get that Exactly. Yeah, when, I, when I'm in a group of, of writers or just people that are just uh, uh, get get what it's like to be yeah. a creative person, it's 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 a it's very different than being with your significant other or uh, your 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 other best friends. Uh, it's different. It's very different. Yeah, you're right, man. So actually, something I want to get into is. Um, and this is again the people that are listening, or at least the people that I hope are listening, are people that are in a certain age bracket college, high school, hopefully even younger, maybe, or people that are older that are just trying to, you know, find something new to do in their life, yeah, um, creatively. So, do you, do you have any advice for people that may be listening when it comes to? finding that creative outlet. I know you were talking earlier about your parents 
And they were like, this kid doesn't want to do anything. But then eventually, boom. Um, So do you have any advice for people that want to want to find that creative outlet and, and what, what is it something that they could do to find that thing? Um, open up a little bit, you know, stay open to, but also let it, let it choose you at the same time. It's also just like kind of keep open up your, you know, open up your heart, open up your ears, open up your mind and just stay open and just let it choose you look for it, search for it. And then, You'll find it. You'll find each other. Yeah, no, that's good. Good advice. I mean, um, too many people are, they put themselves down. They're like, I'm not good at anything. There's not a single thing I'm I'm good at. And then you ask them and you go, did you try this said thing? And they're like, no, I actually didn't try it. Like I I did, but I did it for like 10 minutes. And it's like, yeah, yeah, no one's good in the first 10 minutes of anything. You know, so have patience as well it's a, it's about like i said i was horrible till i was 22 mm. uh, 21 22 that's when that's when the shows got serious that's when releases got serious that's when you know people started you know recognizing that's when i went that, that's when i first started noticing people would get excited about what i was doing right. with the band hey man it's my cat um uh, <laughs> Like oh. I could actually, like I could actually see like them reacting. You know what I mean? Like so, mm-hmm. just stay patient. You got to take the, you got to take the areas. You got to take the the criticism. Yeah. You got to you got to be strong enough to take that. And it it's all about it's it's the patience game. See, for those that are the obviously, I'm sorry. This podcast is not visual uh, because we haven't gotten to that point yet, but. Uh, I'm I'm currently seeing a cat's ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm currently seeing one. <laughs> but uh, but no, that, that that's everything you're saying is is spot on. Like just keep working at it. Yeah, don't give up. Like, and these are all obvious things to say, but mm-hmm. these are a hundred percent the things you must do. Like they're obvious to anyone. Don't give up. Don't this. Don't that. But there's a reason they're always said because they're, they're true. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's, there's all that. And then I I like the, the, the whole podcast's point is I want this to be like, like I've discussed before, like this is the place where people who are are creative or want to be creative or, or don't know if they're yet creative or whatever, sit down and listen to people that are and learn from them. And that's why we have people on uh, that are like yourself to yeah. learn to just, this is about, this is all about learning and this is all about figuring out, Oh, that's how he went about it. Oh yeah. That that's, you know, that's something I could do. Like it's, it's I, I think it's in everyone to, to be like this. It's a, I think it's a natural human thing to be creative. It's a, I think it's something we seek yeah. Um, I don't know how true that is and I don't care because that's what I, <laughs> that's what I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like, it's just, uh, I, I, we may not, you may not be a good whatever, but it's your passion. You like whatever it is that you like, stick to it. Um, yeah, yeah it's just it's one of those first, things. Those first couple of years, man, it was, it was brutal. 
brutal, mm. you know, like, and you know, it, it's, it's a combination of, you know, people criticizing you. And then another thing is them not taking you seriously, seriously, because you're 19 you're, or you're 20. Right. And then when it, and then when it starts happening, you notice, and then there's, that's what makes it more fulfilling. That's what makes it more exciting when you finally start to see that little, even if it's a little bit, you know, it's like, oh, okay, okay. Something I, I'm supposed to be here, you know? Yeah, I like, I like that you said that. I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. Like, for so many people, they try to find their calling. They try to find, why were they Why are they here? And, and for a lot of us, yeah, when, once we find that creative outlet, that's kind of the comfort zone. That's kind of the, that's when you found it. And yeah. You find your said purpose or whatever. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's a beautiful thing to say. Um, and... I don't know how often you talk on a real level with your bandmates. Um, I don't know if it's all business all the time and all fun and games. But when it comes down to like conversations like this with creative people, so you sit down and they actually talk about the intrinsic, intrinsic value of what it's like to be a creative. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's actually a beautiful thing. That's why partly why I love doing the show. Like, the, the the things that come out of some of us and, and figuring out like what what really makes us tick and uh but yeah i i wouldn't i i to all those listening i would say that you know just find your thing keep at it and just and, and figure out look and, and for all you know you'll be lucky and you're, you're making olivia rodrigo uh <laughs> stuff yeah i mean <laughs> It's the thing is, it's like also you need to respect it at the same time. Though. Yep. Yep. Well, this there's there's I know a few people that don't they 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 have this talent and they just don't respect it. And mm. I'm like, hmm, wow. Like, thank God, like I'm not like that because it's gonna work against you. Yeah. Breathing thing, man. It's it's um. It's like you you get back what you put out. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's like if you. If, if you have an arrogance about it, then I just don't feel like, I feel like when, when I write a song, it's like the, that song chose me. Mm-hmm. I put myself there, you know, I'm there, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm, I hate everything about it during the process, but it's like, then it, if it, it finds you, there's those little moments, there's, there's moments where it, it's like a, it's like a lightning strike. Boom. There it is. You know, right. like little tiny it comes in tiny spurts, you know, and if you start abusing it and if you start, if you don't respect that, if you're not grateful, then you're going to get, you're going to get less and less of that. I feel it's not going to, I don't think that the universe is going to give you that. It's not going to find you. I, I really do feel that. I feel like the songs are already written. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's also like you are a filter of your influences, of course. It, yeah, it's, yeah. You, you create it. It's not like I'm not taking the credit for it, but it's also like you got to take the credit for it, but you also need to like understand that you, this is, um, not everyone can do this. Right. You know what I mean? So, to, to think that like 
oh well you know i'm i'm lit like all right all right man like relax you know because <laughs> uh it, as an art like i heard because i do a lot of you know I, I like to listen to other songwriters that understand and usually i, I like um I, I listen to bruce bruce springsteen's audiobook a lot mm-hmm. a lot i read i read the book but there's something else about the audiobook because it's he's speaking um he goes you need to think of yourself as the realest thing out there but you also need to under, but you also need to think of yourself as a fraud as a phony wow. you also yeah because because that's artistic balance if you don't have artistic balance then it's off balance right and i, I always kind of he goes you, you need to believe that he, he goes you need to have the you need to have that that confidence but he goes but you also need to doubt because that's what keeps you awake and alert and i'm like yeah man that's exactly that's exactly why you are who you are bro like there you go that is the most jersey sentence no i'm just kidding uh well hey you <laughs> know, well, i'll take it i'm playing um, i'm playing <laughs> no he's right he's right that's an interesting way to look at it and also another thing to that is uh uh, learning from your mistakes and failures. Like too many people are afraid to fail. And that's, an, that's yeah. A, there's there's no success without failure in my eyes. No, no there's growth. No, there's no nothing. There's no yeah, and there's no um, success without a, the process. I feel failure is part of the process. Yeah, you know, and if if you can't, if the process makes you. Like, of course, like doubt yourself, but also, I mean, you can't let that that way. At some point, you you can't let that tip. Mm-hmm. Then what happens is now, now you're really off balance. Now that's a bigger hole to dig out of. Right. I feel it's easier to doubt yourself than to actually think of yourself as a to have that confidence. To have that confidence, I feel like ego can be. An ego can be, you know, punctured pretty easily. You can get out of a big ego, I feel. Mm. It's but tough. I feel it's tough for a lot of people. It's tough for a lot of people, of course. It's always it's gonna be hard, but I feel like it's e- it's easier to doubt yourself more than to love yourself. And I feel you gotta have that you gotta be careful. And it's rough when you don't even know you have that ego. I've seen oh. that. Oh, I know. When people see it, but you don't see it. I mean, I uh, see in a right. lot of musicians and, I see, uh, and a lot of people that I know, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, I still think that they're, I just feel like they, they have things to figure out as an artist. I feel uh, just like the other day, you know, like there's this guy that was really just flexing, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, you're so good, but like, why do you got <laughs> I got to be like that, bro. Like, you know, like we were walking and he goes, he looked at this girl in the window and he winked and the, and the girl smiled and he took it like it was like he mystified her. And I was like, all right, bro, <laughs> like, relax. You know, like yeah, that's just so unattractive. I, I feel like as an artist, you can't, you can't be like that because I feel like there's something off balance there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, or even uh, as a human being, not even just a musician. Because <laughs> if you want to be a great songwriter, I, I feel if you really want powerful words, you got to be a powerful person. Right. You can't just be this, you know, you know, you just you can't just flex like like that. You know, I, I, I feel like that it's going to work against your art. I feel like it's going to there's going to be like this reversal thing. Like you're not going to be able to really like you got to get over yourself. <laughs> Yeah. Like, because there's no artistic balance. That's what I, that's what I think. So this actually all leads into perfectly into something I ask every guest. Um, and I, I, it's a simple question yeah. and define success. Hmm. Define success. For yourself. For no myself. One, no one else. Right, for myself. Yourself. Okay. I could do that. Cause I, I don't want to define anyone else. Yeah, um, and that's yeah, that's the point. Yeah, that was yeah. Cause I thought because like okay, that's a deep question. I hope I say the right thing. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, so success for me, honestly, is just I I just want to make I want to have the ability and the yeah, I want to have that. I want to be able to just be a songwriter, be a performer, and I want to, I want to obviously bring people together. I want to make my stand as a human with my passion. You know what I mean? I want to I obviously like I want to live comfortably off of it. I, I want to live financially okay. I don't even need that much, man. I really, I really don't need that much. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I already have, I already have so much, even though I'm broke as a joke. Um, <laughs> but it's like, if I could just, if I could really, if financially, if it allows me to really dive into it and just really just have the freedom to do it, like I'll honor it. Like I will believe me, you know what I mean? I won't, I won't let that slip through my fingers. Right. And I feel like I'm I'm old enough to to realize that. Like if I could just do this, no matter how faint my voice is in in music, just to have a little bit of impact and also just live comfortably off of it, where I could really put my entire life into it. That's success for me. That yeah. would be that's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm chilling. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I asked the question for a reason that is not to not to bait you into saying I want to make a billion dollars. If yeah. that's your if that's success and that's success, you're fine. I don't I don't I don't care. Like that's why I asked the question. That's but, another thing to think about though, making too much money. Off. Hmm. That's another thing where I'm like, all right, now if I make, say I, I sometimes I put my 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 head there. I'm like, okay, what happens if? I start making millions and millions and millions of dollars. I'm like, well, and it's easy for me to say this now, but I feel like it's going to affect my songwriting mm -hmm. to a degree, uh, actually to a bit, uh, actually pretty more than that. I've, Cause it helps. I feel a lot of money, you know, if you live, if you live too comfortably for, with my band though, if my band's making millions of dollars, whew, 
I want them rolling up in Lambos. I want them rolling up. I want that. <laughs> I want them to have like the fifth, the, the 96th floor in Manhattan, you know, like overlooking the Statue of Liberty with a helicopter, 24 hour standby. But like for me, it's like, I need to, I need to take myself out of that. I, I don't, I just want to just, I just keep, I want to keep writing good songs, man. I just want, it's it just, it's always there and I don't want it to go away. Right. There's a yeah. certain comfort level, like you were saying, certain comfort level that comes with the money that yeah. you can't ignore. Yep. Um, and I think, and, I, and then this comes to, without getting too into it, once you hit a certain comfort level with finances, then you could quit that day job. You can focus entirely on your creativity not have to worry about waking up at a certain time of day and, and you could deal with your music. But yeah. that comes with, hope, hopefully not, but it, it, it will come with years and years and years and years of not that. <laughs> you know? Oh. Um, not everybody's an overnight success and we've been talking about that in the show. But yeah, hopefully it does get to a point where you do live comfortably and ha don't have to worry about paying this and that or anything else because all your mind is set on is your creative process. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, that's why, you know, you mentioned Bruce Springsteen. He's a guy that still gets it. You know, he, he yeah, sure. He probably has whatever amount of money. Good fuck, fuck you money for sure. But he plays the role well of I'm still from Jersey. I'm still in love with this state and this town I'm from. Um, and I love the go-getters that live in my state. And that's yeah. who I play for. Um, and that's why he's still beloved by so many people. Um, yeah. With the thing with him, though, what actually... Because he he suffers from bad depression that like, you know, he was diagnosed. Um, it runs in his, it runs in his father's side. Mm -hmm. And I feel that he goes, and I feel that had something to do with, do with it when he got successful, right? Like really successful. I feel like there was something there. I feel like his depression fueled him to keep, you know, I mean, the guy's 72 and his last album was incredible. I'm like, how, how did this happen? You know, I'm like, how does he still write with so much presence and so much ambition where, you know, I mean, I haven't heard, I don't, I don't even think Billy Joel like releases new music anymore. It's like, no, nah, I'm just going to play shows now. I don't release new music anymore. I'm like, huh. Right. So he kind of semi-retired in a way. So I'm like, okay. That's fine. Do you think? I actually, I respect that. But with him, it's like he, he the way he talks in that audiobook, it's like, and this dude is just all about what he does. He is all about this. And I'm like, this is, it, it's so, it's fascinating. It's, you know, because I know every, everybody, I know the opinions about him politically or his voice, and I get it. I know, but I, 
it's whatever to me. But the thing is, it's like to have somebody to even to just watch him perform. It's like, yo, he is just like completely loving every second of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, oh my God. And that's those, those are the artists that I like to watch. Not those arrogant, like, you know, even listen, Bob Dylan is a genius. I love Bob Dylan. I love his stuff. I grew up on his stuff. I listened to, I still listen to him to this, to this day. But I, when I watch him on stage, I'm like, he just doesn't, it just seems like he doesn't want to be there so, sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, like, I, I don't, I don't need to watch this. I'd rather watch somebody who's like, you know, smiling at you. And he's like, dude, this is what I live for. And I'm like, you know what? I, I, I want to watch this guy, you know? Right. Yeah, that's a good, that's uh, <laughs> I like that take on Bob Dylan. But yeah, yeah I see yeah. what you're saying. Um, so, yeah, no, that's that's um, that's good stuff. I I, I I never thought of it like that. Um, so yeah, uh, I I guess to to wrap this up, I know we didn't even get into it, and we we can get into it right now. Yeah. Um, you said you have a show on July fifteenth. Yeah. Your, your band uh, Morningside Lane has a show in Asbury Park. See the tangents. The, I mean the segues from yeah, that's from, good. I'll from, take it <laughs> from Springsteen to Asbury Park. Um, yeah. You said you have a show July 15th. This show should be dropping uh, well before that, obviously. So if you're listening to this and there's still tickets available, is it going to be t- is it ticket tickets? Or yeah. Just, okay. Um, so if there's still tickets available, go get them. Uh, tell us about the show. Yeah. Well, we're headlining Asbury Lanes, and nice. it's a pretty big deal. Uh, we're playing with um, with Stolen Gin. They're a band from New York, and Natalie Farrell. She's from Asbury Park. She's our friend. Uh, she's opening the show. And you can get tickets on MorningSideLane.com. Just type in MorningSideLane.com. Go to, to the tour section of the website and just buy your tickets online. Uh, we're trying to make this. Um, we're, we're trying to sell this place out. That's what we're trying to do. Uh, just to be, you know, transparent with everyone. You know, it, it's like we want to sell this out. We want this to be one of those nights. You know, we're not playing too many shows before this show. Uh, we have a show scheduled after a little bit after that, but we want to put all our energy into this one show and we want to see everyone there. We want to make it a party. And um, yeah, hope to see everybody there. I know Liam's going to be there. Yay. He's actually going to join us on stage for a song. That would be cool. And um, yeah, like I said, morningsignlane.com, July 15th, get your tickets and yeah, we'll have a uh, we'll have a good time. Man, I'm mad. I'm looking at your website now, and I missed two shows that I could have probably gone to. Oh man, so locally good. in New York. God damn it! We playing uh, some, we playing shows no more. <laughs> I, I hope everyone listening that could could make it does make it. Um, like listen to this guy's music when you get a chance after the show or before you, you already know his music, or whatever. Um, the band's pretty amazing. Like, I, yeah. I, I like I like the stuff. Um, that you guys are putting out and clearly you're growing you're going to continue to grow you're going to continue to get better um yeah no it's just just beautiful stuff beautiful beautiful stuff man Thank um you for having so, me on. A- yeah absolutely and i like in the future i would love i would love the band on you know we'll have we'll have you know maybe it's in person maybe it's on 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 video whatever it may be i, I would love to have yeah. them on um this was a great, great episode. 
great yeah. an insight into to who you are and 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 again it's all it's all just uh flyby stuff that that whatever pops in my head we start talking about <laughs> so I'm all, I'm all about that man the flow of uh I like I like the flow of it. So there that's we good. go, creator flow. There we go. That's that's why it's called what it's called. You know. Um, yep. I like that. <laughs> but right, uh, but thanks for being on. Where can we find you on social media? Well, yeah, you can find us uh, Morningside Lane on Instagram, but on Facebook, all that stuff. But like, usually the easiest thing to do is just go on our website, MorningsideLane.com, and you'll find everything that you need to find: Spotify, Apple Music. Um, we have every avenue available to you there. That's great. And it's morningsightling.com. That's it. That's beautiful, man. Uh, thank you so much. That was that was awesome, man. Thank you so much, man.